What are those priceless gifts that money can't buy? Well, I can tell you one of the first is the gift of time, creating memories with your children. The next priceless gift is teaching your child the value of spending time with God. In the novel, A Few Minutes with God, written for children and teens, the story unfolds about a struggling family and the gift of hearing God and the outcome, which is a wonderful blessing from the Lord. Your children will want to pray and spend time listening to God after reading this book. Visit MediaAngels.com for more information. This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Do you want a more intimate walk with God? Are you tired of trying to hear God and hearing only silence? Each week, your host, Felice Skirwitz, is prepared to inspire you and equip you on your journey towards deepening your relationship with God. Listen, hear, and follow the Lord's will in your life, and you will be blessed. Hey friends and welcome, this is Felice Skirwitz, and today I'm going to share a little bit about my spiritual journey. This is episode 203, and you can find today's show notes at a few minutes with God podcast.com. Well, many Christians remember the exact date when they came to the Lord, or had a come to Jesus moment, or accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. And today I'm going to share a little bit about my spiritual journey with you and a challenge for you to walk in the Lord daily. I wrote a short book about my spiritual journey entitled One More Child, which is available on my website at MediaAngels.com, as well as on um, Amazon. And this wasn't an easy book to write, and yet I felt called to share my story in case it would help others. Everyone's journey toward God is different. Some are more exciting than others. My story is one that is probably mediocre in the sense that I didn't come from a place of great loss or great sin, but I believe that those of us who come to the Lord in a deeper way find that for us, the transformation is no less astounding. I was born a cradle Catholic in a family that loved God. We served an almighty God and my parents were great believers. In our home, we had several family Bibles and a few were in Italian and some were in English. And coming from an Italian family, it's no surprise that we had some in the native language of my parents and grandparents. Having been brought up in the faith, the real test was leaving home and carrying on this faith as a young teen and then later an adult. I asked my kids and young people that I've taught at church the question, is your faith yours or is your faith the faith of your parents? And it's interesting when I hear the different responses. If we don't make it our own faith, it won't be sustained. And some of us, even adults, still struggle with our faith. There is no opportunity in this world to not be focused on the Lord. It is so much harder to go it alone. But as a young child, I often spoke to God in a conversational sense more than in a way that was maybe just a prayer that I learned. And as an eight-year-old, I asked God to move a mountain as we were driving down the road because of the scripture about having faith that was more than a mustard seed or even having faith as small as a mustard seed. 
Matthew seventeen twenty states, He said to them, Because of your little faith, for truly I say to you, if you have faith as a grain of a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, Move from hence to yonder place, and it will move. Nothing will be impossible to you. And I told the Lord I had more faith than a tiny little mustard seed. I didn't even know what a mustard seed looked like. Years later, I brought mustard seeds to my class uh, that I was teaching at church and showed the children how tiny a mustard seed is and how it grows into this big plant or tree. And obviously when they asked, well, did the mountain move? The answer was no. And that's when doubt began to seep in. I was young, so I didn't really talk to my parents about it. And truthfully, I'm not even sure why I didn't. But it was something that was in my heart. And I'm sure my parents would have given me an earful about testing God. But in my innocence, I really believed it could happen. What happens when our faith is tested? For many of us, it's a time of reflection and contemplation. For an eight-year-old, it was a time of great disappointment. When I was a child, I received baptism and professed my faith at a time of confirmation. And then when I became adult and went to college, there were so many temptations there. And overall, I was pretty strong. I was relying on myself when things failed and there was nowhere to go. But I realized I needed to rekindle that childhood relationship with God and put it on a deeper level. And that's when faith began to blossom. I was a junior advisor, and so when I was in the freshman dorms going up to my my group of girls, um, the juniors were over the freshmen, which I don't know who thought of that was a good idea, but someone did. And I used to go past the second floor, and a friend always had her door open and always invited me to a Bible study. Well, I didn't have my own Bible or family had a Bible, so It wasn't that I was a stranger to the Bible and I could paraphrase verses with the best of them, but this friend invited me to go buy a Bible, and so I did. And I remember really learning a lot from this Bible study and this time, and they led me into a salvation prayer. And I read the words of this prayer, and I said, well, I've already done this in confirmation, but okay, I'll do it again. The scriptures tell us whoever is in Christ is a new creation, 2 Corinthians 5.17. So if anyone is in Christ, there is a new creation. Everything old has passed away. See, everything has become new. Jesus wants to make us a new creation through the power of the Holy Spirit. That is his power over us to bless our lives. We become spirit-filled, and then the fruits of the Spirit are there among them, love, peace and joy come into our lives. This was such a wonderful reminder, and it really led me closer to the Lord. Yet religion without relationship is hollow. It's as if you have knowledge, but no heart knowledge. We have head knowledge. We understand God from maybe a clinical perspective or an intellectual perspective. But what about with our heart? Our relationship with the maker of heaven and earth is the key. Relationship is meant to bring us closer to God. Faith should be demonstrated, and it is truly in that way that we inherit this faith from our family. It is our inheritance. Yes, it must become our own. 
and our relationship with the Lord is in the front and center. Getting there is our journey. When I finally regave my life back to God and prayed for God's will in my life, it was then that I found that not everything went great. A long-time relationship broke up, and it was funny because my friend said, well, did you ever pray about this relationship? And I thought, no, you know, someone asked me out and I went out. I mean, I never considered giving it to God, but I learned that everything needed to go to prayer. Every decision I made, you know, needed to be alongside of the Lord. Did I always hear an answer? Of course not. But it was something that I felt really strongly about. And when I graduated from college and I was single, I really shared with the Lord my desire to get married. But I finally said, and I I had this true love prayer, and I think I've podcasted about it on A Few Minutes with God. So you can go to the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network and look for that episode, True Love. But um, I'll put the link here. I'll I'll find it if, if I did, or I may have done it on another podcast I have. But the point is that I told the Lord, you know, if I remain single, and I have your love, that's all I need. And I really meant it. And it gave me a sense of peace and freedom, and I didn't stress it. Well, it was soon after that I reconnected with a friend from college, and we were soon married. We have five children, and all of them are grown now. We have thrived in our marriage and been sustained by the Lord through family life and raising children. Our job for them now is to pray for them. When I was at my lowest point, that is when God came through for me. Has that happened to you when you're at your lowest point? Do you feel the hand of God and his power? This can be realized if we just look. Our God is a jealous God, and he wants us to focus on him and be surrounded by his truth and love. And once we realized, and I realized that God was in control, I was able to let go bit by bit. I've often called myself a control freak, that I want to be in control of so many things. And I've learned that wanting control in life is a lost cause. And you may have already figured this out. Our lives are not always controllable. Sure, we can make decisions in our actions and choices. And we must make wise decisions. But sometimes things just happen. And sadly, bad things happen to good people. There are questions in this life that we cannot answer. The spiritual journey, my spiritual journey, has hit some roadblocks where I felt stagnant or alone or upset, but I continued to persevere. Do I wish I could spend more time with God? Yes. Do I always do this? No. The choice and decision to spend time with God in contemplation is one way I've learned to get closer to the Almighty. Again, my spiritual journey has had many ups and downs. There were times I struggled or I was upset or I believed that God had given me more than I could handle. And in these times, I cried out to the Lord and I told him, I said, this is so much more than I can handle. I wallowed in self-pity until I was able to realize the greater truth and the lesson in my struggles. The truth was I could not do life alone. I could not do life without God. And I did not want to. I wanted to travel the road well-worn, but the path did not take me toward God. It took me away from him instead of happiness. All I felt was dissatisfaction. Matthew seven thirteen through 14 says, The narrow gate. Enter by the narrow gate, for the gate is wide, and the way is easy that leads to destruction. 
and those who enter by it are many. For the gate is narrow, and the way is hard, that leads to life, and those who find it are few. The narrow gate leads to the way, the truth, and the life which is found in the love of God. Jesus picked up his cross, not for his sins, but for ours. And when we follow the Lord, we expect everything to go well. After all, we're Christians. And as the song says, they will know we are Christians by our love. But what happens when things are not wonderful and glorious? A priest I heard recently spoke about this and his decision to join the seminary at the age of 15 in India. And he said he knew he would not quit, that it wasn't even an option for him. And he was shocked when he found out that people were quitting and deciding not to continue on. What impressed me was that his decision and his focus throughout the 12 years of formation. Can you imagine going into the seminary at 15 and spending 12 years? He knew he wouldn't give up. This drive and determination is what we should have each and every day. And he loves being a priest. He loves ministering to people. And he calls it a gift. We should not give up on our own journey toward God and our own spiritual growth. We should never give up, no matter how hard things get. Of course, when things go great, we celebrate. And when things are less than stellar, you know, we are quick to blame God. I've heard of so many people who leave a church or a faith, actually, because of things that man has done. It isn't God. And they're their question is, well, how could God allow this to happen? Well, he allows things to happen because we have free will. People have the free will to choose sin. That is their choice. And sin, unfortunately, impacts us all. Friends, we need to continue on to persevere, to fight that good fight, to walk that good walk. Not only talk about God, but show our love for God in our smile. Walking with the Lord is wonderful, but it's a journey. And as I work on my journey, I pray you will work on your own journey, and I invite you to join in. The challenge this week is to spend time with God, to grow closer, to write down your own story about your own personal spiritual journey. I pray that you are blessed. Thanks for listening to the podcast, A Few Minutes with God. Please visit Fleece on our website, a few minutes with com, and your podcast page on a few minutes with com. There you will find the show notes for today's episode. This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network.